Hello and welcome to a post-game edition of the Cyclone Insider Podcast and YouTube stream. I'm Travis Hines. He's Randy Peterson coming to you live after Iowa State's 31-24 loss to Baylor on Saturday at Jack Trice Stadium. Obviously, the Cyclones' first loss of the year. They trail by as many as, what, 17 here in the, the fourth quarter before coming back and being a onside recovery away from having the ball and a chance to tie. But alas, Iowa State is saddled with its first loss of the season. Uh, kind of the thing that has dominated discussion and that led with Matt Campbell in his press conference is uh, the officiating, especially in the first quarter, excuse me, first half. Iowa State gets hit with three 15-yard penalties, one of which gets Bo Freiler out of the game for targeting just a couple of plays into the game. Uh, both drives where the penalties occurred ended in Iowa, or excuse me, in Baylor touchdowns. Obviously, Randy, I think neither of us are going to pin the loss on officiating, but certainly those calls were influential. And depending probably on what color shirt you're wearing, you have different opinions on the severity or um, light correctness of all three calls. I'll just turn it over to you. I mean, I have my thoughts, but I'll turn it over to you to get your thoughts on those plays, those penalties, and their impact on the game. Well, first of all, I'm, I've, I've come to your way of thinking, not just this week, but a while back, that, that let's just do away with replay. Thank um, you. Ban replay. <laughs> um, yeah, let's ban replay. Um, and, and where do you want to start? The targeting. The targeting that, 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 that got Bo Freiler gone after four plays in the fourth play of the game. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't think that was any more egregious than the the targeting that I thought should have that I thought would get Anthony Johnson out of last week's game. That was reviewed and it, it deemed not targeting, and this one was reviewed, and it was nowhere near what Anthony Johnson did a week ago, and this one was deemed was deemed targeting. I mean, guys, have somehow the refs have to figure out a way to get this call the same all all the time. I mean, it, it can't it can't vary. The definitions of targeting cannot vary, especially when you've got replay. So I'll, I'll just start off by, by saying that. And the refs did not cost Iowa State the game. And I asked Colby Reader about that point blank after the game and he said and he said the only thing the only instance in which the refs may have played a part in 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 you know in the flow was early in the game when when you come out of the shoot Iowa State wins a toss they elect to go on defense strength versus Baylor's offense Iowa State strength and you're trying to generate some momentum. The defense is out there trying to generate some momentum in the first series of downs. And boom, there's there's um, Freeler getting getting kicked out. Here's Reader. Um, Reader's the one I was I was talking to referencing. Reader gets 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 penalized for. I still don't know what it is. I still don't know what it was. I'm roughing somebody, but I didn't even see it. Unnecessary. Uh, yeah, roughness. I didn't even see it. 
I did not see it. He shoved but, a receiver running a crossing route, essentially. Oh, my gosh. Isn't football contact? Excuse me. Well, if you can. I'm not getting push, on you. But if you can just push down receivers running their routes, that would make defense a lot easier. You can't push down a receiver running a route? Why wouldn't you do that every play? Well, I mean, how, okay. I don't know how far off the line of scrimmage the guy was. But it, at any rate, at any rate, I didn't see it to be egregious. But I agree with you on that. I don't think it was egregious yeah, at all. And, and, and Colby said that those those penalties disrupted you know, took Iowa State out of any momentum it had at the beginning of the game. And it wasn't the ref's fault that Iowa State wasn't able to regain that momentum until the second half. And I'll give Iowa State credit. They came out and played it. I haven't gone over the stats, but they got back into the game. Like you said, they were down 31-14 nine minutes ago. They came back and got into the game. They were within, like, the, the um, onside kick of possibly getting – really getting back into the game. So that whole first half, so to say the referees didn't have an effect on at least the first half, I think I think that's wrong um, because they did only because Iowa State wasn't able to regroup itself. Um, so what, do you, what, what are your thoughts, Travis? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I usually come down on the calls or the calls and there's not much you can do about yeah. it one way or the other. I mean – Good, bad, or indifferent, they're still the calls. Uh, I think if you're Iowa State, if you're Matt Campbell, and you feel like you got the short end of the whistle, I think you're probably right on that. But I think it's also incumbent on you to do what you can to overcome it. And I thought Iowa State did mostly a good job of that throughout the game. But, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think the fact that they averaged two and a half yards of carry until right. Jirel Brock's 37-yard touchdown isn't – you know, that's on them. The fact that they threw two interceptions is on them. So there's there's a lot of – Four sacks. There's a lot of different things that go around to, to a game, and I get the unique frustration when it feels like officiating is against you because it is uncontrollable largely uh, to a degree, I should say, because, again, like if – I mean, to me, the Anthony Johnson one, I, I don't know what the officials were seeing on that. The other two – like I, to your point, I think like the targeting rule is the problem there is that there is no clarity for anyone about what constitutes targeting or not. So other than like the most egregious cases, it's going to feel capricious or random of when that's called. And so you're just the rule and the way it's applied is setting the sport up for problems, frankly. And it's well-intentioned, but it's poorly applied, in my opinion. The reader one you know, whether it was unnecessary roughness or not, like you shove a receiver down in the middle of the field, that's going to get attention. So is that something within your control? You know, I, I don't know. But those are three plays out of, you know, what, 100 something. So, you know, who knows? But I mean, I think like to me, the more interesting question and one I don't really have an answer to is, did we learn anything about Iowa State and their viability as, something of a top 25 team, something of a big 12 contender. I don't leave this game feeling that Iowa state is any better or worse than I thought that they were coming into the game. I think they've got stuff to clean up. I think they've got better in some phases of the game. This was their cleanest special teams game, certainly, but I feel like whatever we see from this game and now we're going to get their second true road game of the year, first big 12 road game, of the year on Saturday at an undefeated Kansas was not predicting that 
think we'll have a better idea of just where this team sits. I, to me, like right now, my feeling is they're probably a fringe top 25 team, somewhere in that like top 40 range, which is going to lead you to a lot of close games in the Big 12, where if you do get into a game where the flag goes against you, you're probably going to lose that game because your margin for error is just minute. Iowa State's program has improved immensely with with Campbell and, and um, but it's not improved immensely like you alluded, alluded to there, Travis. That it can overcome, it can overcome stuff. And Campbell was Campbell was really hot. I had not seen Campbell this mad since, um, uh, which which bowl was it, Travis? The uh, Big Twelve Championship or not bowl? Big Twelve Championship game two years yeah, ago, probably. Yeah, the big was, and not only did he get mad, but he was consistently mad multiple times. Like it was, it was not and isolated got, to I'm pissed at this exact moment. It was I'm angry yeah. multiple times. Well, he called a timeout at one point in the second quarter just to get mad. And um, then he let he walked into his post game media conference with his first unprompted uh, comments were about the officiating, and then was happy to talk about it multiple times throughout his press conference, which is typically not the case. So obviously it got to him to a degree that we have not seen, or at least that I can remember now. No. Seven and years. even after the, even after the, the, the big 12 championship game, obviously we were asking him about it after the game. And I don't remember him saying anything, um, anything nearly as, as, as I, I think he moved on. I, I from it. Certainly um, nothing as, provocative of that. Yeah, I mean, it, he mistakes. Was, he said the mistakes in the first half, I don't think were ours. Yes, exactly. And that alluding was, to that they were the officials. To the refs. Yeah. And that was, that was pretty, that was pretty bold. Um, I, I think that, that um, there were times when Campbell was on the field yelling at the refs today. And both you and I mentioned that we really thought that here, here comes a flag. Um, and I even wondered, is he trying to get a flag? I mean, just just to, to fire up his team, but uh, um, the refs didn't didn't do it. I don't know what that means, but they didn't they did not flag him. Um, but again, that was not the reason Iowa State lost this game. And Kansas will be will be tough. And as for is Iowa State a top forty ish team? I think so. Um, I don't think this loss will do anything to. Um, to, to disrupt that 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 thinking, now I think if Iowa State goes to Lawrence and beat Kansas, I'm not, I'm not certain that would put Iowa State into a top 25 situation because I'm guessing Kansas. I don't know what what happened or what's going to happen in the rest of college football today and tonight, but I'm guessing Kansas would be one of the first teams that would pop into that 25 top 25 if there if there's a place for it, and Iowa State can't go to Kansas and make make the kind of mistakes it made today. I don't know. Maybe it can. Maybe we're not giving Baylor enough credit. But Baylor did nothing today on the field to make me think, oh, my, that's a Big 12 championship team. Baylor did nothing to that. I think a Big 12 championship team, I'm still thinking Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and, yes, Texas. Yeah, I mean, I think Baylor, certainly they weren't a dominant team, but they did take advantage of the opportunities – afforded them, you know, when it comes to those, uh, those penalties. Yeah. I mean, to me, like there's just, this is not, I don't come away from this game feeling particularly strongly one way or the other about what it means for, for Iowa state. 
Um, but I do think there's enough. I mean, I think if you're Iowa State or you're an Iowa State fan, the maybe the most frustrating part of the result is you had to be kind of licking your chops saying, man, you get through this game, a home game where you haven't lost to a league team in three years, like the charting the path to 6-0 and is not hard to do when you're looking at it on paper. Now you lose this game. Now it's, oh, Kansas is 4-0 and and looks like they've actually got something going down there. And now, okay, 0-2 start in the Big 12 looks possible. Maybe not likely, but possible. And then you know, that is certainly less exciting than when you thought, you know, 6-0 and looked like very doable. So I think that's maybe the more frustrating part if you're an Iowa State fan is just when you try to, to big picture it in terms of win and losses. But in terms of what did we learn, Again, I'm not feeling super strong about it one way or the other. Yeah, and, I, and, and I'm just trying to think as we're talking. Whether like, sorry to interrupt. Like, no, whether you want to say the officiating was the game or not. Like, obviously, it dis- this was a it disrupted the flow of a game in a way you don't normally see. This was not a typical which is the better team for 60 minutes. It felt what team can navigate this game better. This specific 60 minutes of football, rather than it being illustrative of who was the better team for 60 minutes, in my opinion. And I thought, you know, Baylor took advantage of their opportunities in a way that Iowa state did not. Well, Travis, you mentioned it after the fourth play when, after, after, after Freiler got, got pitched, you mentioned it at the fourth play. You know, we, we discussed it for maybe two minutes. What is it about this Iowa state in the safety position? How many times did I seem young get whacked last year? Or two years ago, they were. Ishim Young was was. They got him at least twice for targeting um, in his career. Um, so I think I think that's that's that was an interesting comment you made just to, you know to to me there. But we haven't talked about Hunter Deckers, and and Lord knows we've been talking about about the the strong arm lefty um, over the past three uh, the past three weeks. He was twenty three out of thirty six for. 284 yards, two touchdowns, and he had, but he had two picks. Guy was, guy was, I'm gonna say running for his life, but the, but he was sacked four times, and once again, I don't, you know, some of those sacks are, are on him possibly. Um, at least a couple of those sacks, because I remember noting them down in my notes, were on, were because of of the Baylor secondary. Iowa State receivers could not get open, and so while he was running around um, in the backfield looking for a receiver, he couldn't find one. Bam, he gets whacked. Um, so what he, I thought Deckers was okay. Um, he still this was his poorest game of the four. Yes, exactly. Yes. And again, like Baylor is good. Like, yeah. Are they the level of Iowa's defense? I don't know. I mean, I just thought he was behind receivers a number of times. You know, the first pick is probably not totally or maybe at right. all on him. That gets tipped around. But, you know, he threw it behind Jirel Brock a couple of times. He overthrew some passes, I think, like we've seen him make over the course right. of three games. I don't think he had a bad game, like a horrible game by any stretch, but it definitely, I thought, was his weakest performance of the four, which, again, Baylor certainly had plenty to do, and he had set the bar you know, pretty exactly. high through the first three That's games. That's what I was just going to say. He did set the bar pretty good. Um, let's not kill everybody here. Um, I'm looking at Tyler Perkins, the punter. He was good. He had a nice game. None, no block punts. Hey, that's, that's certainly, what I was say. no certainly block the kicks. cleanest, 
cleanest special teams game they've had this and, year. And even, dude, even on the on the kickoffs, um, when Jace Gilbert did not kick it into the end zone, which I don't know whether he did. Um, this says no touchbacks. I thought he actually did, but anyway, um, the Iowa State was was hustling down there to tackle the returnee, and I remember a year ago. Um, Baylor had Tristan, uh, Tristan Anaruna, Tristan, whatever his name is, Ebner, Trist, not Tristan Anaruna, Tristan Ebner returned 198 yards against Iowa State for a touchdown. So, um, and it's not like Baylor's got any worse players back there. Iowa State cleaned up some of its special teams today. We'll just see um, how how that how that continues. Xavier Hutchinson continued to be Xavier Hutchinson. I remember one point in the first half, you said he's a first-team All-American, and he did was spectacular catch. He made a spectacular two moves that he made to get extra yardage. He had eight catches for 84 yards or so. Jalen Knoll, who I've been high on throughout throughout this year and the second half of last year, caught passes for 120 yards. So he was at his best today. Um, um, but uh, it's just, just too many... Too many mistakes, and Iowa State's program has improved a million times over since um, since Matt and his staff took over, but it's not improved enough to overcome mistakes and adversity. Baylor 31, Iowa State 24. Cyclones moved to 3-1 and one overall in the year, 0-1 in the Big 12. Got their first Big 12 road game on Saturday at Lawrence against the undefeated Jayhawks for a 2-30 kickoff. We will be there. We will be all over your computer, tablet, phone with coverage all week leading up to the game uh, at DesMoinesRegister.com and the Des Moines Register app on YouTube, on your podcast uh, feeds, wherever you want to get your Iowa State news. Randy and I will be there. For Randy Peterson, I'm Travis Hines. This has been the Cyclone Insider podcast and YouTube stream. Thanks for listening and watching, and we'll catch you next time.